You know what's so great is yesterday's podcast, we had Jeffrey Tubin uh, actively resting his hands in his lap. Happens. Uh, and I love this. Did you see this from CNN? Uh, what's his name? The little short, bald one. The fat, bald, ugly. What's his name? I believe you're referring to Brian Stelter. Yes, that's him. So... Sure. He actually said yesterday that this is horrible because it was an accident. It was an accident? I've uh, well, never fallen off my bike and then suddenly accidentally masturbated. No, I mean, I, I mean I'm sure it was it was an accident <laughs> that he was caught on camera, oh, maybe. Okay, but yeah. I don't know. Well, that could be said for robbers. You know, that could sure. be for Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's Nixon. an accident, my gosh. Uh, all right, so we had that yesterday. Today, we start with the really sordid, disturbing tale of Hunter Biden that, that shows that... A, at least on the surface. I don't want to accuse somebody of this at all without really having this to rest. It is in the hands of the police now. But Rudy Giuliani showed an email last night from uh, Hunter Biden to his father saying about how he's endangered little kids and sexual relationship with some 14-year-old. I mean, it's... Uh, I pine for yesterday when the news was just about Jeff, uh, Jer- uh, Jeffrey Tubin. Uh, quite honestly, uh, we also have a lot on that: the communist, socialist, Marxist plan, and and how to overcome that. What you need to do. We also have judicial watch on to talk about the uh, the memos and the emails from uh, Fauci and China that. Even with a FOIA request and a court order, it doesn't look like they are going to release anytime soon. All of that and so much more on today's broadcast. And don't forget, 9 o'clock Wednesday nights, we do the Glenn Beck uh, specials. Tonight, it's Rudy Giuliani for a full hour. No holds barred. I'm going to ask him every question that I think the press should ask him. It'll be tough questions and, uh, and questions that he wants to answer. Both sides. Because we really want an answer to this tonight, only on Blaze TV. And if you subscribe to Blaze TV tonight, use the name Glenn. You're going to save 30%. So that's blazetv.com slash Glenn, promo code Glenn. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Sexually explicit materials involving underage girls from Hunter Biden with the police in Delaware. I want you to know this is really serious. If this is true and it I mean, I believe the emails. I haven't seen anything else. There is something wrong with the emails on what he's talking about with underage lovers. Um, But uh, I haven't seen them. I don't ever want to call somebody a pedophile if they are not a pedophile. Uh, but we do know that he is out of control. This is sick and really needs to be addressed. Um, and it, this has nothing to do with the election. I am very interested in the corruption of Joe Biden. We know his son is sick. If he knew about this, and that's the problem. It looks like Joe Biden knew about this. And I'm going to give you the email uh, from Hunter to his father. If he knew about this, we're in a whole different ballgame. 
text messages and photos discussed by Giuliani and shown last night uh, appear to have been found in a laptop hard drive that purportedly belonged to the 50 year old son of Vice President Joe Biden, who is now the Democratic presidential nominee. Those computer materials are already in possession of the FBI, but there's an update on that. I'll give you in a minute. According to Rudy Giuliani, and he showed it last night, there's a text message to Hunter's father in which he says the following, and he's discussing his sister-in-law, who for quite some time was his lover. He says, quoting, she told my therapist that I was sexually inappropriate. This would be with the unnamed 14-year-old girl. The text messages shown on the screen with some parts blacked out as Giuliani continued to read from them said Hunter Biden's sister-in-law went on to say that he was being sexually inappropriate with a redacted name when she says that I FaceTime naked with her and the reason I can't have her out to see me is because I'll walk around naked smoking crack something something um girls on facetime when she pressed uh, uh when she was pressed she said that redacted name never said anything like that but the bottom line is that i created and caused a very safe environment for the kids unsafe unsafe i'm sorry uh, unsafe environment for the kids if it stopped there i would let it go but then uh, redacted friend redacted sober coach Okay, so this appears to be, he's talking about Hallie Biden, the widow of Hunter, uh, the brother of Bo who's died. They had a romantic relationship uh, until spring of last year. Giuliani says the text he read were supported by numerous pictures of underage girls, but didn't get into what they showed. The former mayor also didn't provide exact date for when the messages were sent, but at one point suggested it was around three years ago. Neither the Biden campaign nor Hunter Biden has denied any other element of the email stories uh, up until now uh, that it, they had not denied anything and not really shed light on the, you know, Biden's former business ventures and struggles with drugs, though the former vice president had called it a smear campaign. This goes beyond what we saw um with the laptop memos about the Joe Biden in bed, so to speak, with three Chinese communists who were sending money to the, quote, big guy. Uh, and that money was $10 million to be held for the big guy. Um, last night, the Delaware State Police, uh, apparently Rudy Giuliani and Bernard Carrick, Delivered the materials. Don't know if that was the hard drive or the laptop or we don't know, but it was delivered to um, the uh, Delaware State Police. They would not comment on that. Uh, However, uh, one of the um, Delaware State Police spokespeople was uh, unable to confirm or deny whether those materials had been handed over, as Rudy Giuliani claimed. However, it does appear 
this is according to the source, actually delivered text messages and photos to the Newcastle County Police Department. They have the hard drive or the laptop or something of that effect. We're going to get more tonight at nine o'clock with Rudy Giuliani as he joins me live uh, to to talk about what's on the hard drive, where the hard drive came from. I really want to hear from you today. I'd like to take your phone calls. 888-727-BECK. What is it that you think needs to be asked tonight? I want to ask the questions of Rudy Giuliani that no one in the media will ask. And I've got a ton of questions, but I want to hear, do you have a suggestion that maybe I should put up top of the list? This is a really important interview. There are people that don't believe, and it's the, you know, what's amazing is the press is not debunking any of this, right? They're not doing it. You know what they're talking about? They're talking about the story that is the story of the story. So they're not talking about what the story actually is. They're talking about how people are covering or not covering the story without any information, which shows you the penetration. Oh, geez. Shows you how, how exposed. Uh, how many people know about this story? Call us now, 888-727-BECK. Now, there's another photograph that has now appeared. A new photograph from the laptop has emerged of Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden posing with Hunter Biden uh, and uh, uh, is it Kazakhstan oligarch who reportedly worked with the former VP scandal son. The picture first published by a a Kazakhstani anti-corruption website follows the the revelations last week detailing how Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings and a report uh, that uh, Biden was a go-between to broker U.S. investments with the Kazakhstani former president. Now, this photo was shared by the Kazakhstani Initiative on Asset Recovery. And it's a picture of Hunter Biden, the former prime minister, and uh, his son, and also Hunter Biden. The Daily Mail, published Friday, details of Hunter Biden's alleged work in Kazakhstan, claiming he dined regularly with businessmen there and attempted to facilitate investment for his cash in New York, Washington, D.C., and a Nevada mining company. So here's the thing. The the guy he's in the picture with has close ties to the former president who was running a kleptocratic uh, administration, stealing the wealth of that country blind. And Hunter Biden is now in a picture with Joe Biden and these people that were trying to get their money out of Kazakhstan and into the United States. That's the same thing we now know from new documents that Peter Schweitzer had that are not related to the laptop 
that that's exactly why they received three and a half million dollars from the oligarch in Russia, the the wife of the former mayor of Moscow. So now you have a clear pattern developing. Now, this picture is important because Joe Biden said, no, they never look. Our official calendar shows I never met with these guys. Yeah, well, your official calendar does uh, leave a space open. Uh, unfortunately, the picture shows that you did. And this isn't in a U.S. picture. This is a picture released by the anti-corruption uh, department in Kazakhstan. So h- how many sources are we going to have to dis- discredit? Law enforcement sources reportedly are confirming the emails in question uh including one in which the ukrainian officials were thanking hunter for inviting him to meet his father are real fbi has declined uh to confirm whether or not it's examining the laptop and its contents but they are now saying these letters these emails are real Yesterday, a reporter said, so Wisconsin's Republican Senator Ron Johnson put out a statement on Homeland Security letterhead saying Hunter Biden, together with other Biden family members, profited off of the Biden name. Is there any legitimacy to Senator Johnson's claims? Biden said none whatsoever. Now, this is really important. None whatsoever. This is the same garbage. Rudy Rudy Giuliani, Trump's henchman. It's the last ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family. There's no there's there's no there's nothing here. Listen to this. Even the man who served with him on that committee, the former nominee for the Republican Party, said there is no basis to this. And the vast majority of the intelligence people have come out and said there's no basis at all. He's talking about something that was said uh long ago he's not talking about the new evidence have you noticed that every statement has been about what the republicans said even donald trump's own supporters said under oath yeah when was that questioning that was during the impeachment and there was no smoking gun we didn't have any of these documents at the time so he is trying to say no Everybody has already cleared us of this. No, not of these new documents. Wall Street Journal editorial came out today, said Joe Biden has to answer the questions now about this. Uh, Ron Johnson asked the Secret Service to provide information about Hunter's travel history. Says he needs it in the next 10 days. We don't have any word on whether that's happening or not. I want to give you a theory. I want to give you a theory on why this laptop showed up at this repair shop. It is only a theory, but I think it's worth exploring. I'm going to give you a theory. People are saying, how did Hunter Biden, why would he possibly drop this laptop off? Have you ever known anyone to self-sabotage? Have you ever known anyone who just wants things to stop but doesn't know how to stop them? 
what Giuliani shared last night was the text message to Joe Biden from his son. And I just want to give you just this. He said um, the sister-in-law said, claimed that I was being sexually inappropriate when she said that I FaceTime with someone naked with her. And the reason I can't have her out to see me is because I'll walk around naked smoking crack. And also doing something with girls on FaceTime. She uh, um, I pressed her. She said that she never said anything like that. But the bottom line is I create and caused a very unsafe environment for the kids. I'm not sure he's talking about some third party 14 year old. I think he may be talking about. um, uh, Bo's. Children. When he says, I created a very unsafe environment for the kids. If it stopped there, I would let it go. But then he goes on and it's all redacted. He's discussing this with his father. And in another email that I read um, that was discussing about how he has put the family in danger. And he also is a little angry with his father because he said, this is the campaign that's doing this. And he's he's expressing sorrow and anger and desperation. He wants out. I think it's possible that whether he knew he was doing it or not, if that signature of Hunter Biden turns out to be authentic and he is the guy who dropped it off, I think it's because he wanted this to end. I think his father, um, you know, I've always thought good things about Joe Biden with his kids and he was just protecting. But these documents show Joe Biden was using his son to enrich the family. And you don't do that to somebody who is struggling from massive, massive alcohol and drug problems. You don't. And it it appears if these things are true It appears as though he knew about it and he was using his son and just trying to hold him together so he could enrich the family. That's despicable. And if that's true, it makes sense that Hunter would release this because he wants out and his father is is part of the problem that he's facing. He can't get away from his problems because his father is like, just do these things. It's. It's Michael Corleone and and Fredo. I was going to say it's succession. I mean, what what it member is. of the uh, of the yes. Biden family is writing succession for them? It is because he is just Kendall. If you've watched the show at all yep. on HBO, yeah, uh, it is. It's that story basically. You know that is that is a really good. I forgot about Succession, but that, that's that is a good, accurate telling. If you are ready for some really great news, keep listening. Built Bar is back, and it is unbelievable. If you've been listening to my show this year, I love Built Bars. Uh, It's an all-American story. This is a client I asked to be on the show because I didn't listen to my wife again. And she'd been telling me about it, but it has protein bar on it. And those always taste like a doormat. 
This is unbelievable. The mint brownie flavor? Oh, yes, baby. It is life-changing. The new bars taste better than ever. In addition to the 12 original flavors, Built Bar just added cookies and cream, carrot cake, caramel brownie, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp. I mean, it's just, it's great. Built Bar, delicious, nutritious, high-protein, low-calorie, high-fiber, low-carbs, 100% real chocolate, and 100% really good. Plus, they've reset the code for this new launch right now go to builtbar.com use the promo code back get ten dollars off your first order promo code back builtbar.com the best of the glenn beck program tom fitton it is so great to have you on the program hi tom Hey, good to be Glenn. Appreciate the good word. You bet. Um, you write in your new book, and I want to quote, 2020, the left has even weaponized the COVID-19 pandemic. There are a number of ways our republic, our republic can be and is under assault. One of the most unsettling and truly vile would be the attempt to weaken its freedoms, its laws, its borders, and accountability of its government by exploiting a global pandemic for partisan or personal gain. Yeah, well, that's what's happening. I mean, there's no good reason for the continued lockdowns other than uh, a political agenda, mostly to get Donald Trump. Um, In fact, the science suggests that some of the lockdown measures are uh, are unhelpful and dangerous and deadly. There's new numbers out uh, just yesterday and today talking about how young people are being killed in part as uh, thanks to the lockdown uh, trauma. So. Uh, you have increased deaths related to overdoses and things like that. It's just awful. It is. And, uh, you know, we've never had lockdowns to, sh- to curtail an epidemic like this. It, it's, it's never happened before in human history. The idea you would shut down an economy to curtail an epidemic is the equivalent of we're going to kill the patient to save them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we've had this radical experiment done on the American people. I don't recall giving informed consent to it no and there is no health basis for it cdc never recommended it and what has the result been we have people praying in new york for fear you know for fear of being arrested uh being told uh that um you know you wear the wrong kind of mask you'll be thrown off a plane you can't even travel anymore uh you're so restricted in your liberty uh and now we're using it as an excuse to curtail and suppress the right to vote where the left is telling people they're going to die uh, if they vote in person. They shouldn't have to choose their health over their vote, which is about the most suppressive thing I've ever heard in terms of the right to vote. And so it's resulting in people relying on a more risky way to vote, voting by mail. So it's it's upending our entire society. We gotta need to open the society up again. We gotta get our freedom back. You you um, lodged a FOIA request for the Fauci emails between Fauci and the WHO. What what do you think you're going to find? And did they deliver them? I don't think we got them yet. I thought I think we're supposed to get a batch this week. Although they didn't want to give us anything until after the election. <laughs> and it was a request that was really quite specific. I think it was done with our friends at the Daily Call and News Foundation that uh, give us emails around the beginning of the pandemic, communications between Fauci, uh, his top deputy, 
uh, concerning WHO, China, and the coronavirus. And, you know, I'm a charitable guy, Glenn. I kind of was thinking maybe the Chinese were lying to us. I want to figure out what they were telling us and what lies were going on there. And, of course, they don't want to give us the documents. They've been slow rolling the release of the records. It's only 4,000 pages or so. They're telling us Fauci has to review them all, which is rather extraordinary under the Freedom Jeez. of Information Act. It's like saying Hillary Clinton has to re- review every email before we get, oh, wait, that already did happen. But that's what's happening now. And so we've got, all, you know, what did Fauci and the CDC know and were being told by China and WHO about the coronavirus in the beginning of the epidemic? It's kind of an important issue. It's a political fight right now. And you have the deep state holding up the records. So if you didn't believe in the deep state four years ago, I, I was kind of there. I mean, I, I didn't like the term deep state, but I did think that there was a, you know, a legacy class of uh, federal people that just didn't really care. Uh, I think that's what the deep state is, but it's it's more insidious than that, as we're seeing now. If you didn't believe it in 16, okay, but if you don't believe it now, you're either in in self-imposed ignorance or you just don't pay attention at all. Yeah, I used to. My initial phrase for it was uh, alt government. This this government that thinks it's uh, beyond control by civil authorities, meaning the people elected and put in place to actually run the government by the American people. And to be fair, Democrats and Republican presidents probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Sure, There's resistance in. At the top echelons of the agencies, mostly the, the senior executive service, uh, senior, uh, uh, well, it's literally there's a senior executive service, but the top level civil servants who think they know better than the peons uh, put in place uh, by the American people. And they just have contempt for anyone who thinks that they can tell them what to do. They see themselves as long termers and political appointees as short termers. And that's true whether you're Democrat or Republican. Now, if you're a Trump Republican or conservative, the contempt is beyond all measure because the dirty little secret is the, this deep state leadership I'm talking about, it's entirely, practically speaking, a Democrat and left. You talk about the deep state uh, in, in uh, your new book, and I, I want to ask you, it's different than it used to be. I think the Obama administration, and we have shown documents that, that uh, lead one to believe this is absolutely true and verifiable, that they really almost militarized uh, that deep state. They really uh, were putting the final touches on it so it could go on and on and on. And I think that's why Donald Trump is so dangerous to what we have going on in the federal government. Because he's not a part of it. And he is such a wrecking ball that he's exposing it, all of it. Are we going to see anyone actually go to jail on the things that are happening? So not without a radical change in who's doing the investigating and prosecuting. I don't think this Justice Department uh, under its current leadership, the FBI under its current leadership, is going to do anything more than we've seen to date. Uh, my perception has been that the criminal investigation has been woefully lacking, uh, and uh, you, you just can't rely. It's kind of an old adage, but you know you can't rely on one agency to investigate itself, and that's what's happening essentially with the Justice Department here. We see it with the Biden laptop. 
It's the wiener laptop all over again, Glenn. They had it. They wanted to hide it. And they only fessed up to having it once someone blew a whistle on it. Is there going to be a way for the American people to know? I mean, I think we already, I think the American people are realizing, oh, wait a minute, there is something to this. Is is there, do you see an end to this that the press finally says, oh, like they did with the Wiener laptop? Well, you know, we were, as, as the book recounts, we talked about our exposing the Clinton pay-to-play scandal in August of 2016. We didn't time it for that time. It was just right. when the documents came out, because the cover-up ended then as we broke it open. And I think this is, this is Hillary Redux. And, it, you know, the grand jury is probably going to be voters on Election Day, and they're going to figure out whether they want to indict Joe Biden one way or another. And that's the big question. Well, you write extensively uh, in your book about voter suppression um, and and how this is going to possibly change everything. The name of the book is Republic Under Assault by Tom Fitton. So so, Tom, do you have confidence that they won't be able to pull off voter fraud on a massive scale and change the results of the election? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, and we see this with the Pennsylvania ruling, which I'm sure you've already covered that yeah. of the Supreme Court that allows ballots to be counted without a postmark. Any, frankly, Glenn, any ballot that comes in after Election Day shouldn't be counted, postmarked or not. No. It's, just, it, it's an open invitation to voter fraud, undermines confidence in the elections. I, I've become convinced, even since I've written the book, I've become even more convinced. Uh, the left has zero interest in your vote. They don't care about the votes. They've got a process in place and a program in place to overturn the results of the election if it turns out they don't like it. And, uh, you know, we talk uh, just I'm sure you've talked about the transition integrity project where you've had a Mm -hmm. war game and the guy playing Biden was no one other than John Podesta. And their war gaming was pushing it into Congress and having certain states threaten to secede from the union in order to have the Biden electoral college slate seated. I think you missed the, so, I think you missed the headline there. That war game was what if Donald Trump wins in a landslide and there's no way to change the result. There's no court case that can change it. He just openly wins in a landslide. What do we do? Anyone who wanted a, the integrity to be uh, involved with the transition would say, we admit defeat, but that that's not what they did. They said, what you just said, that's their plan. If he wins in a landslide. So sure enough, the left is pretending it's the right that won't accept the results of the election, when in fact it's the left that's planning for the type of acts that could precipitate a civil war. And how do I know about this? I read about it in the New York Times. It's incredible. And, and, it and, and we're attacked for raising concerns about what they're doing. This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. We say hello to our chief researcher, Jason Buttrill, who was working on another show that we're going to have to air next week now. It's on the Biden's 100-day plan, his first 100 days in office, if he indeed wins. It's a little terrifying, Um, but uh, we had to change because we booked Rudy Giuliani for a full hour tonight just to talk to us about the breaking news that, that really came out last night, which is really disturbing. 
So, uh, so there was a lot actually that came out last night. Um, we had the uh, we had the Kazakhstan photo that proved a lot of that stuff, right? Uh, okay, the- hang on just a second. So, if you don't know what that is, uh, Joe Biden has denied that he and his son met with the leadership of Kaz- uh, Kazakhstan, which there were there were there were many accusations of money laundering and trying to get the wealth of the nation out of uh, out of Kazakhstan. And Joe Biden said, no, there's nothing on our official record. I don't recall that. That didn't happen. Well, now there's a picture. And he continues to deny that he discussed any of his son's business opportunities everywhere he was running around doing foreign policy things. But we keep showing that that is false. He, mm-hmm. There's just no way. I mean, he lied. He was, he's right there. There's a photo showing him did that. And, and that doesn't say what he did. But unfortunately, that also comes with all kinds of documents now. Right. And not just from the laptop. But from Hunter Biden's uh, former partner who's in jail, prison, and is a little pissed off about it. And a few days ago told uh, Peter Swizer, I come over and I will give you access to my Google email drive and uh, and I'll, I'll give you access to 26,000 emails. And now the news that uh, they're having to move him uh, out of the uh, facility that he's at to another one because they fear uh, that he might be at risk oh they should put him where uh what's his name was he was fine and the cameras i'm sure all work <laughs> yes he's probably going right to rikers yeah, That's right. yeah go to rikers <laughs> um then then also we we got the news that the fbi has is also in agreement with the intelligence community as is the doj that look this is not a russian disinformation operation it is not um there no, you have the dni now you also have the FBI and DOJ all saying this is not true. I just saw a story right before we got on the air with MSNBC how uh, Trump supporters are being convinced of the truth of these conspiracy theories. So this is this is absolutely insane. They're taking the word over Adam Schiff. They're run, they're, Adam Schiff is where the, most of this came from. He's the one that said it. The DNI had to make a very rare uh, public announcement to denounce it. But they're not even listening to that. They're not listening to the FBI, DOJ, or the DNI. They're listening to Adam Schiff. Every single major outlet. I tell you what, they have seriously crossed the line during this election. I mean, it is insane how they are sticking with that narrative and running with it. They won't even comment on this. I don't think the New York Post even still has... Do they even have access to their Twitter account even still? Uh, I don't think so. From the post? From, uh, no, yeah. I don't think I don't think so. They they the post was told that they have to retract the story before they'll get their their Twitter feedback. That is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Now, especially, how much more fact checking do you need to do? Their independent fact checkers but are you, going to work, but I mean, they, but <laughs> if you notice, the stories in the media today are not about the story. They're about it's a story about how the story has been blocked or released. Yeah. So they've skipped even telling their audience what the story is. If you're listening, you know, if you're listening from, you know, the left, you would know that there was a, a hard drive. It's questionable. There was some documents and the, the media and, the, and Twitter and Facebook blocked it because they were trying to protect from conspiracy theories. That's all you know. Yeah. And what's, what's amazing is if they would have left this alone and just ignored it. Would have been a lot smaller. It would have been a lot smaller. They, Axios just put out a report saying how they actually caused this to go viral. Yes. It went viral after 
they sh- they put the light on this yeah. when trying to censor it. This is uh, this is a lesson to have they never watched or studied any authoritarian dictatorship all throughout history. Censorship is what brings them down. They push radicals into a corner when radicals didn't even exist before. They they force them to go underground. They force them to bring all this stuff out in public. And that's what they're doing. So what what's the analysis of why they're doing it then? They obviously have to have some awareness of this or is it just in that their arrogance? That they're going to bring they themselves down because just think they're, they're going to be the ones that are going to yep. succeed. And they don't they honestly believe. I think they honestly believe that their own bubble is the only bubble that really yeah. matters or exists. I do think that's a big part of it. I think some I, I honestly think you know you look at like the extended uh, conversations with some of these guys at these tech companies, some of them, not all, some of them actually think they're being f- like arbiters of f- free speech in a in an appropriate way. In a weird way. In a weird way. But like, because they think legitimately these things are absolutely, you know, like they think this is false information. I don't and think they do. I really don't. I think some I, of I them think, do. I think maybe some of them do, but I think anyone who is actually looking and says well let me see i'm not going to report on it but let me just look at it i think you're 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 far too intelligent to actually look at these things and say yeah there's nothing here i mean it's clear nobody's the biden campaign is talking all of their denials go back to the denials uh, from the impeachment hearing, they're saying that, you know, even Donald Trump's own people testified that there was nothing, uh, no wrongdoing. Well, that was that was yeah. six months ago. Right. That's not this. That's not this. Tell me what you think about the the really disturbing uh, story that Rudy Giuliani uh, and Bernard Carrick uh, brought, apparently, to the Delaware State Police uh, of of Hunter Biden of having sexual relationships with 14 year old girls so really disturbing i i personally wish this would not have hit the media right now i I wish i'm so glad that they caught it and i'm so glad that they send it off to the police so that this can be investigated i just don't i I think that there are a lot of people that are trying to make this story about hunter biden this is not a story about hunter biden this is all about joe biden well the reason why that came out is because he apparently admits it in a email to his dad so his dad knew about it so that's the connection um but i i i tell you it's it's weird for a group of people who want to make it all into conspiracy theories that they wouldn't they wouldn't immediately jump on that story and say see this is how ridiculous it is I think they're shutting up on that particular story because it is uncomfortable. It's not a it's it's not a home run, an automatic home run. You know what I mean? You have to think about that one. And nobody wants to think about that. They could easily make that into this is just salacious and crazy and blah, blah. And they're not. What does that say? Yeah, well, I mean, they've refused to denounce any of it, really. They 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 made a really, you know, half-baked attempt at the very beginning to say that like this that meeting between the ukrainian executive you know they couldn't find it on the schedule which was not a denial and then even later walked back that even pitiful you know non-denial they haven't refuted any of it and again that goes to show you how stupid this is of people trying to say that it's not real or that it's part of some disinformation thing nobody has denied it by if, if, this would be very easy for biden to deny you know what's crazy is uh 
it, it, it just sets uh, the stage for Biden to be removed from office if he wins and Kamala Harris being the next president of the United States. Wouldn't that be fabulous for all involved? Na, na, na.